0: I really feel that we are the um, forerunners, you might say, of a movement that's going to sweep the world. Master said this idea of World Brotherhood colonies would spread like wildfire. And I want to urge all of you, well, I urge Asha to go around, but not all of you are her age, And that's good. We need young people. Master said, (laughs) Master said, thousands of youths must go north, south, east, and west, everywhere, to spread this teaching. It will save mankind in a time of great difficulty. And I would like all of you to think in terms not only of living a comfortable life here but of serving God and of serving him through others and of reaching out. I have been now just in the last few months in India, in Dubai, in Italy, here, and uh, I just have this feeling that mankind needs what Master brought. In fact, I've added something to the Festival of Light, which you can take. But uh, I need to, um, I think I'll catch it without, I've written with pen here. I keep editing. You think that I write easily. (laughs) I do write easily. I wrote my, I wrote the biography in three weeks. I wrote the time tunnel in two weeks. I wrote do it now in one day. And yet you should have seen the work behind the scenes in the editing. So this grace, I've added, is eternally channeled to mankind by the true masters of every religion. It has been given new clothing by our own gurus to reflect man's dawning awareness that matter is only a manifestation of divine energy. In God, all are equal, not only Jesus Christ, Lord Krishna, and all the great ones, but also in essence, the darkest sinner on earth. I had that wonderful experience in Florence, Firenze, Italy, a few years ago, in which I saw people of all states of consciousness, people who were devotees, but also businessmen who were eagerly grasping for what money they could get, and mafiosi who were willing to hurt other people and kill them to get money and power and revenge and so on. And I realized that we're all really bound together by the same desire. All of us want happiness. Sometimes some people see it on different octaves. Some people imagine it as revenge or hurting people. But that still is a desire for happiness. It's just a misguided desire. Some people want money, that too, is a misguided desire, and so all of us are made by God. We're dreams of god, and this is the wonderful thing that our gurus have brought to mankind. They have brought this understanding, and it's not it's not the gurus who have only done it. science has brought has made it possible for them to bring it by showing that matter is not a final reality. Newton said, matter can neither be destroyed nor created. But in fact, now we know that it's it's conceivable that everything is a dream of God's. Because this, this chair is not a reality. It's only a vibration of energy. Energy is only a vibration of thoughts. Thoughts are only a vibration of consciousness. And consciousness is... Spirit. And so we have this wonderful truth that our masters have been able to give to us that help us to understand that we are part of God. We're as eternal as God. We have no separation from him except in our own delusion. We think we're human beings, but we're, all of us want, what is God? God was defined by, by Swami Shankara many centuries ago is satchitananda, ever-existing, ever-conscious, ever-new bliss. And Master added that, ever-new, because the nature of bliss. And I said that this is why God would create the universe. He has, it's the nature of bliss to want to express itself. And so bliss on a lower octave is happiness. Happiness on a lower octave is pleasure, Pleasure on a lower octave is revenge or darker pleasures, but it's all a search for the same basic reality, and this is our motivation for loving everybody because they all want the same truth we do they don't know it i was I was in an auto grill in Italy a few days ago. And I thought, I've always wanted to bring these teachings to all mankind. But these people? (laughs) I I had to admit, it'll be a while. (laughs) So, but yet they do have that germ. It's just that they're, they're overlaid. Gold covered by mud is still gold. And that gold of God consciousness is in everything, even in the worm. This is why scientists who say that someday computers will be able to, be, to campaign for equal rights with human beings is ridiculous. We cannot create life. There are two things that we cannot create, life and self-awareness. And the meanest worm, you don't need a complex mechanism to create that the meanest worm has both those things you prick a worm with a pin and it wriggles away and so everything is a manifestation of that same thing that has been my motivation and i think sometimes people must think i'm crazy because i look at complete strangers in the streets and i love them all i can't help it because they're all My brothers and sisters, so I urge you all to think, what a blessing God has given us in this teaching. What a blessing we have to be able to serve the highest truth on the planet at this time. And to bring that joy to others is our path to salvation. I just wanted to say these few words. In fact, I didn't have anything I wanted to say. (laughs) I I just wanted to come and say hi.
1: Good morning, everyone. I am Naya Swami Maria, and this is Naya Swami Ananta, and it's our joy to be with all of you here this morning. A special welcome to those of you who are here for the first time. You've magnetized a great spiritual blessing in your life <laughs> today. It was—we uh, got a call this morning, and it was uh, Swami was coming. Swami wasn't coming. Swamiji was coming. He wasn't coming, and he came. So. <laughs> And a special blessing to all who are with us online today. I'm going to begin with a reading from Rays of the One Light. And this is written by Swami Kriyananda and based on Yogananda's teachings. This is week 19. This is the secret of right action. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. One of the most famous stories in the Gospels is that of Martha and Mary. Jesus, visiting the home of Martha, was teaching while her sister Mary sat at his feet, absorbing his divine love and wisdom. Martha, meanwhile, "'busied herself with serving her guests "'and was upset with Mary for not helping her. "'Lord,' she cried, "'doesn't it matter to you "'that my sister has left me to do all this serving alone? "'Please ask her to help me.' "'Martha, Martha,' Jesus answered, "'thou art careful and troubled about many things.' But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. This story is classic, for Martha's complaint is very understandable and not on the surface of it spiritually wrong. Jesus may well have told Martha to get up and help her. We don't really know that he didn't. Consider it as he always was of others' needs. But the teaching here doesn't concern the obvious dilemma of devotees to work for God or to spend all one's time in prayer. It concerns rather the attitude of the mind. Jesus didn't tell Martha, Martha, you are doing too much. He told her rather, you are letting your work affect your inner peace. That was the contrast, not work versus contemplation, but restless preoccupation versus peaceful absorption under all circumstances. As it says in the Bhagavad Gita, the second chapter, actions performed under the influence of desire are greatly inferior to those which are guided by wisdom. Happiness eludes people when they act from self-interest. Seek shelter, therefore, in the equanimity of wisdom. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. Oh.
2: If I give a very short talk right now And um, then we'll have the festival And Swamiji added a little bit to the festival One paragraph So um, I'd like to read from Whispers from Eternity (coughs) A short reading (laughs) Teach me to perform every work Only to please Thee Father, teach me to perform all my work Only to please Thee Let me feel Thee As the electricity of life Moving the machinery of my bones, nerves and muscles. In every heart throb, every breath, every burst of vital activity, teach me to feel thy power. I just wanted to add one note to one thing that Swamiji said, and it ties in very directly to Rajasi Day, which is the birthday of Rajasi Janakananda, which we celebrated yesterday and our topic of work. Um, and how to serve, and how to make service liberating. Um, Rajasi Day is a celebration held in Ananda around the world. And here at Ananda Village, about 200 plus people um, took the day to serve God consciously and to beautify our community um, for no selfish reward no money. Uh, there were some brownies, but <laughs> and there was enchiladas. But other than that, it was purely selfless. But it was, I think, the essence of what Swamiji was referring to. And that is, what is Ananda's contribution? What makes Ananda valuable to the world? Yes, meditation, but many people teach meditation. Yes, devotional chanting and the practices of yoga, but that's widely taught. What is the World Brotherhood Colony model? Why is it valuable right now? And Peter Gearing yesterday, our village manager, mentioned this in his talk. That master felt this was very, very important because it gives us the opportunity to take our conscious affirmation that we are the children of God, that God is the doer, that God's power is the power, and put it into action in our daily lives. And that's what we do at Rogers Day. 200 people in semi-organized fashion uh, broke into groups and busied themselves in beautifying the expanding light, in painting this and painting that, and cleaning the Hansa Temple, and putting a bridge on the trail, and uh, putting a wood chips for the kids, and and keeping the cows out of the dairy well, and all these things. But... There was no ego involved. No one was recognized as the person who moved the bust of Master, as the person who did this. There was no attachment to the fruits of action. Nishkan karma. No attachment. And that is liberating. And that is why Master wanted the world brotherhood colonies in India and Italy and America and cities all up and down the West Coast to be models We can work for God, we can work efficiently, we can work hard without any sense that we are the doer. And in that, we're free. And Peter mentioned this yesterday, and I thought it was very important, because it's God's power, it's God's wisdom, it's God's intelligence. Yes, you're the greatest brain surgeon in the world. Who gave you that power? Who gave you that insight? Who gave you that intuition? Everybody else was in your medical school class. Why are you the greatest brain surgeon in the world? Because of the grace of God. Because you turned in and God gave you a gift. And that is what Swamiji is talking about. Is if we can do it without any sense of we're doing it, it's all the better. And Swamiji has often said that the music that he's been given, the books that he writes, he, he lit, you know, rattled off these books. That he's written oh, a lot of books, 100 books or something, 120 books. And all these... Pieces of music, 400 pieces of music. But he always says it was given to him. It wasn't the ego. And that's the contribution that Master wanted from the World Brother Colonies. That's what Rajashe Day is about. It's that sense that your intelligence, your stunning good looks, (laughs) your fantastic voice, your musical ability, all the things that you have, and you do have them, but they're from God. They came from God. They were given to you. You are a part of all that is. And that frees you. It changes the game entirely. If everyone in our country, if everyone in the world worked together like we did yesterday, what kind of a world would this be? Would we have the troubles that we have? No. We don't need the troubles. We have the troubles because people insist on my way, my people, my country, my company. I, me, mine. trouble. (laughs) At the end of the day yesterday, Peter, our leader for the day, came up and he said, this is what we did. We. We did this. We beautified this temple. And we listed all the things that we did. That's the way to go. Use the pronoun we instead of I, me, mine. Feel that you are a part of all that is. Feel that God has given you the gifts that you have. And if he hasn't given you many gifts and you're just a janitor, and you just clean up, thank God for that, and do a good janitor job. Sweep up. Take it out to the trash, and recycle. <laughs> That's how you do it. It's all God. I want to add one story, and uh, we'll, we'll close this part of the service, but it is Rajasri Day, and i got to get in my Rogersy story. <laughs> I have a friend named Gordon Lalonde. He's a senior disciple. He lives in Ananda, Sacramento, and he told me this story because he was there. So I'll tell you. But one day at the Hollywood Church, at the end of the service, Paramahansa Yogananda was greeting people. And he stood, and next to him was Rajasthanakonanda. This is either 1950 or 1951. And each of the people at service would come up, and Master would bless them at the spiritual eye. And one lady came up, and she was uh, a mom, and, and she just came up and she said, Oh, Master, I don't have a job and I have a child and everything's going wrong. I don't know what to do. What am I going to do, Master? What am I going to do? Master didn't say anything. He looked over at Rajasi. Rajasi always stands next to Master. He's the Rajasi pose. <laughs> so Ma- Rajasi put his hand in the pocket of his coat. He took out a wad of money. He started rolling off bills one by one just looked at Master. When Master felt it was the right number of bills, <laughs> he nodded. Rogersy handed him the, the bills, put the other um, money in his pocket, and again, resumed Rajasi pose. <laughs> master took the money, and he, he talked to the lady, um, Gordon said, very directly, and he said, this is what I want you to use this money for. And he told her specifically, I want you to pay the rent. I want you to buy food and whatever it was that she needed. He handed her the money. And then she turned away. And the next person came. And that is perfect service. What does the guru want? Where does the money come from? Rajsi didn't get out one of those big checks like they have when you win the publisher's clearinghouse. <laughs> Rajasi Janakananda. no, No, this is God's money. God gave it to me by giving me intelligence to be a wealthy businessman. I give it to the guru. The guru gives it to his children. That is the essence of selflessness. And that is the essence that we have to offer in this community and all our communities all around the world. Rajasi Day is celebrated all around the world. This is the divine way to serve. Thank you all for coming yesterday. Thank you for coming today. Thank you for coming tomorrow. (laughs) It's all God, serving God and loving God. Master bless you all. Will we have...